You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Hello, friends. Welcome to this tradition unlike any... Did somebody scream mashed potatoes? That was mashed. What's up, DNVR Golf Fam? It is the Golf Bros, Spencer and Mitchell Smith, a.k.a. Big Drive Spence, Big Drive Mitch, bringing you guys another episode of Big Drive Energy. This episode is brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. We all know it. We've been using it for the whole March Madness tournament, and we've been making lots of money. Also making money on our DraftKings Picks of the Week for golf because I gave you guys another dub last week with Sun JM in the top 20, and if you sprinkled him top 10, you hit that as well. He didn't win the tournament because... Matty Jones, for the first time since, I believe, 2014 or 15, uh, took home the title this week at the Honda Classic. And one of the things I found uh, extremely refreshing, which we'll talk about today... Oh, by the way, we also have a giant announcement at the end of this podcast, so don't skip forward. Just listen to 15 to 20 minutes of us rambling on about golf, and at the end, we have a pretty big announcement for DNVR Golf and some stuff we've said we've had in the works for a long time, but is finally coming to fruition for this summer. Uh, so keep an eye out on that. All right, so Matt Jones, the winner of the Honda Classic this past week, dominated the field one by five strokes. And speaking of the na- the word or the number five, I should say, I saw a video uh, that was extremely refreshing, and from the whole week, actually watching the tournament, how quickly Matt Jones played. And he was under five seconds from address to the swing of the ball, so in, in contact with the ball. So what did you, Mitch, what did you welcome, first of all? Welcome to the pod. 
Thank you, sir. Happy um, to be here. <laughs> happy to be here. Happy to be a part of this beautiful organization. Um, but what did you think of Matt Jones and how quickly he played on the golf course, man? It was it was awesome. Yeah, it's super refreshing. I almost think, I don't know if this is possible, but I almost think he went too fast. Like the commentators couldn't even say what they were going to say about the shot and he was already going. So, and like I said, I don't know if, if too fast is possible or not. But yeah, and, and honestly, a lot of people can learn from it in the, the way of uh, just making a decision and getting up over the ball and just committing and taking a rip at it you know that don't let those second thoughts creep into the back of your mind and choose what you want to do stand over it for a few seconds waggle the club do what you need to do and and then take a rip at it but well yeah, yeah I, I, I enjoyed it that's what we talked about last week is when you know you're trying to calm your nerves on the golf course sometimes the quicker you go the less thinking you do well definitely the less thinking you do and the the more of a chance you have or i guess the less the bad of a, kind of thinking <laughs> yeah i the, mean there is some some thinking involved um but yeah for sure it, there's definitely less time to to think bad thoughts and to let other things creep into your head that don't need to so exactly. yeah it was it was a lot of fun and matt jones is low-key like made a really good living on the pga tour you don't really hear his name very often but um, he's a native Australian, so he's a he's a Kiwi, as we like to call him. I don't know if anybody calls him that, but it's from Wedding Crashers. Um, yeah, just real fun to watch, and it's it is kind of weird. The Honda Classic field is not what it used to be. Like I looked at the field last week, and I was like, "What's going on here?" It used to just be the like just a stacked field, all the top players in the world, and um, it just kind of looked like a, a medium field this last week so i didn't really know what was kind of a mid-tier like some pretty good sticks well obviously they're all on the pga tour some mediocre talent out yeah. there you know throw a few 12 handicaps out there you know whatever well i think i think what what caused that is a lot of the fact that there was three kind of big events in a row there's a wgc they're all in florida and the masters is coming up in a couple weeks and they they got the a, a pretty big event this week in the Dell Technologies match play, which we'll talk about here shortly. But I think just the the cramming of the schedule, uh, a lot of guys wanted to take the week off, and I know there were a few. Brooks Kepka, who's going to bring a bigger name to this field, withdrew because of injury, which normally is a, not that big of an issue. But with the Masters coming up so soon, it. Every injury now in the PGA Tour is kind of like, oh, you know, is he going to be there for the Masters? Is he going to bring a big, another big name and another, uh, another basically contender? Because you know, the Masters, there's a lot of guys that just like to play for fun, and I mean, just get to go to the Masters is a huge career, a big career step for any professional golfer. But there's only like a field of ten to twelve usually that can win it, and so yeah. Brooks Kepka is definitely one of those guys that you would consider picking in a you know a pick em or on DraftKings Sportsbook to win the tournament so hopefully he's back and ready to rock because I guess he had a surgery a couple weeks ago so yeah uh, and you'll see a lot of guys take extra precautions now too I mean he maybe could have played this week or you know he, he could have tried a little harder to come back but at the end of the day the big goal especially for the guys that I've already made a good living. I mean, they don't really need to play another round of golf in their life. They're just there to, to try to win tournaments and create a legacy for themselves. So, And Brooks Kepka is 
the definition of a big game hunter. So he's, uh, I'm sure he'll be ready when Masters rolls around. But let's uh, let's talk a little bit about the uh, upcoming match play. One of our one of my personal favorite events of the year. Just the golf course um, on top of the field and everything is just so fun. Uh, it's just a great tournament to watch. Yeah, so if you haven't gotten enough of your mat or your bracket, your bracket's already busted. Like ninety nine percent of the country with Illinois going down, Oral Roberts beating Ohio State, Syracuse making another run to the Sweet Sixteen, UCLA being in the Sweet Sixteen. All these upsets that we had, like we do every year. Um, you can get into some bracket madness on the PGA Tour, and that, like you said, this is a real fun tournament to watch. So, kind of explain to us how the tournament's set up, what 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 goes into the whole week. Because the interesting thing about this tournament, too, is it's a five-dayer. It's not a Thursday start. They'll start uh, pool play on Wednesday. So, Yeah, so it's, I mean, if you make it to the final round, you could play seven, or I'm sorry, if you make it to the final match play, you could play seven rounds in five days. So these guys have the potential to play a shitload of golf. Um, so how it works is, and they switched up the way that the they used to do it a different way. I, I think it used to be stroke play the first two days, and then um, it was just like the top 64 made it in, and then it was just a race to the finish where you could actually play like five rounds on the weekend, I, I want to say. Um, maybe I, I don't know if that's correct. Maybe it was, it was still a five-day event. But there was definitely a round of 36 in there, at least a couple. Yeah, yeah. Well, so what they do now is – they have the entire field. Um, they split them off into groups of four. So they try to split them off um, as equally as possible. So you've got one guy that's kind of in that top tier, top 15. You've got another guy in the 15 to 30 world ranking. Um, you've got another guy uh, 30 to 45. And then so uh, basically the, the last 16 or so or whatever. Um, but that's the other different thing about this too is the world ranking um, doesn't always directly link to who's playing well. I mean, like Jordan Spieth right now is like the 47 seed. So, and he's playing really good golf right now. So you really can't guarantee um, just because a guy's a high seed that they're going to move through. And that's the, really the fun part. And then you've you just got guys that are just built different for match play. Um, a lot of these European guys, like you'll see my picks, um, a little bit later but a lot of these guys it doesn't really matter where they're at in the world if they're in the tournament and it's match play like uh ian poulter is one of the last ones to make it into this tournament and year in year out he does really well um like guys like kevin kisner um i think he's like 45th seed and he when they played it last in 2019 he won it and the year before that he was the runner-up so you know there's guys like that that it doesn't matter what kind of form they're in because they can still out, still throw out the doubles and triples or whatever, take an X, and they can still win the match, you know? So uh, the shape of your game doesn't necessarily equate exactly to match play, which is why it makes it so fun, why it makes it so fun, because you can really have anybody win this week, and if somebody gets hot, um, they can just make a run at it, so... Yeah, and real quick for those of you that got that don't know, haven't played a ton of golf or don't aren't familiar with match play. So the difference of match play and stroke play, a lot of every professional event, I believe other than this one and like the Ryder Cup is match play. But basically what it they does have a European they have a European tour match play, but uh, yeah, I mean 
basically idea. 95% of the tournaments are all stroke play. You know, you play against the course and against the field. Um, but really, in match play, you're playing against the field and, and whoever's in your bracket and your pool, in this case, more than you're playing against the golf course. Because in match play, it's you take it hole by hole, and whoever gets the lowest score on that hole obviously wins the hole, so you go one up. So the difference in match play and stroke play is I like playing match play because, and we always, almost always, when we go out on the course, Mitch and I and whoever we play with, it's 99% of the time it's match play. It, it, we don't like say, you know, oh, here's your handicap, which, by the way, you guys all need to get the golf membership, DNVR golf membership, get those handicaps, uh, especially for the stuff we're about to announce a little later. But anyway, so instead of taking the handicaps and just saying, oh, somebody's an eight handicap, so they get eight strokes, and I'm a zero, so I get zero, and playing like 18 holes of that, match play makes each hole its own game, essentially. But the great part about it is, is like Mitchell just said, if you if your game is not in great shape or you are a guy like me that likes to make a lot of birdies but also sprinkle in a good amount of bogeys, match play can be more fun because if I go and make a seven on a hole, like let's say I make a seven on the first hole and Mitchell makes a four for a par, I'm, I'm normally in stroke play, I'm down three, so now I have to work my way back three separate holes, I have to essentially beat him by a stroke or more to get my lead back or get, get back even with him. And in match play, all of a sudden I go to number two and I make a birdie and he makes a par and we're back to even. So I still may be two over par and he's even, but in match play we're now even, basing it hole by hole. And this is what makes the Ryder Cup so much fun is because you just have to, like, it's just so much more fun to play match play sometimes because it, you can give putts. That's one of the fun things. Like, you can give a, you know, if somebody's got a two-footer, you don't have to make them putt it. And then there's a lot more strategy that goes into that and match play in general versus just stroke play where you're trying to play against the golf course. Yeah, absolutely. It's it's a horse of a different color, and it's a blast. Uh, like you said, that's, that's the best way to do it with your buddies is just go – head-to-head or if there's a foursome go teams and make it as fair as possible but uh i didn't really finish explaining how this tournament works so wednesday through friday they're paired off into groups of four players um each player from a different tier in the world rankings basically and they play a round robin so they'll play head-to-head with all other three players in their group wednesday thursday and then friday and then they take the top uh, 30, is it 32? Or no, they only take the top 16. I apologize. Um, they take the top 16 from pool play and, uh, they advance to the Saturday. So then it, it works like Spencer said, a little March Madness bracket style where they go from 16. Um, and I think in that case, the high seed plays the low seed and so forth, um, in world, in terms of world rankings, I want to say, um, but yeah, so the one will play the 16 and so on and so forth. And if you do make it to the finals, like I said, you could play 36 Saturday and 36 on Sunday. So it's a lot of golf for these guys. Um, but I think there's not really a single guy out there who doesn't love match play. Um, growing up that, you know, if you grew up playing golf, that's what you do with your buddies. You take them on head to head. You know, you don't just go out and play against the course as much as we like to to preach on that but if you're playing with your friends you're you're really wanting to go head to head and and that's the best way to do it so um we're going to get into a little bit of 
who our favorite groups are to watch this week, our favorite groups of four to watch this week. Um, there's some that are more interesting than others and a few guys that we feel like could kind of come out of the woodwork and make it out Saturday and even maybe Sunday. So, um, Spencer, who, who's a couple of groups you like this weekend? So a couple of groups I like this weekend are going to also relate into our my DraftKings pick of the week. And real quick, we'll tell you guys a little bit about DraftKings. So, of course, we're right in the middle of the tournament, um, and they're still doing basically a free money bet. So if you're a new user, you sign up with that code DNVR, and you got to bet on an underdog, but you're winning. You're basically risking one dollar into one hundred if you, if any college basketball team that's still in the hunt, so in the Sweet Sixteen, wins this week. We saw a ton of fun upsets. If you guys caught Big Bets Bonanza last Friday, we are all on Oral cheering Oral. It was a blast. It was so much fun, and they upset Ohio State, which was great. There was a bunch more upsets. I know one of my friends uh, took the upset of Maryland for his bet. Um, in the DNVR after signing up with DraftKings Sportsbook using that promo code DNVR. So you can turn $1 into $100 uh, with the rest of this tournament. This is like the most fun betting time of the year. So if you haven't gotten into betting, you haven't gotten into DraftKings Sportsbook, do it right now. It is the most fun you'll ever have betting on sports is during March Madness. So download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use that promo code DNVR when you sign up and you turn $1 into $100 if any college basketball team of your choosing pulls off a win. DNVR, $1, $100, do it only at DraftKings Sportsbook for a limited time. Must be 21 or older, Colorado only, new customers only, and restrictions do apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. And if you have a gambling problem, it is game, National Gambling Problem Awareness Month, uh, call 1-800-522-4700. All right, so getting back into the groups and my picks, um, just a little little nugget here for you from this uh, this tournament. Since the switch to pool play in 2015, so like you were talking about before they went to, uh, or before they, ha- before they had the stroke play, now we have the pool play, only 35% of the top seeds from each pool have made it out of their group and into the Sweet 16. So if you're looking for some underdogs to bet this week in golf and in March Madness, it's always a good bet. Underdogs will win. The favorite doesn't always win. That's why there's giant hotels in Vegas. Um, So one of my favorite groups, uh, and this is one of my winners, I'll I'll go ahead and bury the lead here, is uh, Scotty Scheffler. So I'm going to take Scotty Scheffler at plus 4,500. He went to the University of Texas, down where, right around where this is being played. He's played at this golf course before. And he's also, he won the U.S. Junior Amateur in 2013, which is a match play event. So he's got some skill playing in match play. He's played in it before. He won tournaments before. And he's from Texas, and he'll be comfortable on this golf course. Um, but his bracket is very tough, and this is one of my favorites. He's got Alexander Schauffele himself, Jason Day, and, and Sullivan. So it's going to be a Did tough... Did you just say Alexander? Alexander. Xander. Xylophone Xander. Okay. Um, and so he's got Schauffele, who's been playing some great golf. We bet on him a ton this year. And Jason Day and then Sullivan. So he's got the Schauffele Scheffler... Uh, say that five times fast uh, playing in one of his rounds so it should be a good one but that's uh, one of my favorite brackets and then another tough bracket um, which might be one of your favorites too because I know how much you love your your boy Poults but our guy Cam Smith 
Ian Poulter, Rory are all in the same bracket. So yeah, that. So I'll I'll give you my uh, few groups real quick. That was one of them for me. Um, yeah, because Poulter, he's just it, like Rory and Poulter going out at head to head is going to be so much fun. Um, so I actually picked four groups because I'm just really into this shit. Uh, first one's going to be Group Two, which is uh, Justin Thomas, Louis Ustazen, Kevin Kisner, and Matt Kuchar. Um, so obviously Justin Thomas is playing great golf right now. Louis Ustazen is just one of those European guys that can always come out and uh, play really well in match play. He's not a great putter, but he just hits the ball so freaking good. Uh, then we got Kids, who, like I said, won this tournament last time they played it in 19 and finished runner-up the previous year so he really likes his course sets up well for him gotta work the ball right to left quite a bit so uh, i think that's kind of why kids likes it and then we've also got matt kuchar in that group which you know you never really know what he's gonna do but he's always a a tough out and he's a really good putter and just a, a some fun matches that are gonna come out of that group and then we've got uh Let's see. Group seven, I really enjoy too. Um, Patrick Reed, public enemy number one out of Dallas. He actually lives there. Uh, no state tax. How are you? He is number seven. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, you don't want to pay income tax. You move to Texas or Florida. That's why all these boys live down there. But Patrick Reed lives in Dallas, so he's kind of, uh, or no, I think he actually lives outside of San Antonio. I really don't care. Um, anywho. He's at number seven seeds. He's the top seed in this group. But then you have Joaquin Neiman. Um, and then you have Christian Bazudenhoit. <laughs> Bazudenhoit. Uh, Bazudenhoit. But he's actually top third. He's 33rd in the world right now. And a lot of people don't know his name because uh, he flies under the radar in America. He's played really well over in Europe. And that's where some of these guys kind of burst onto the scene. Uh, I wish I could remember. But um, I remember a couple of years ago there was a European uh, that ended up finishing in the top four or top uh, top eight, something like that, but fairly unknown name that just, oh, come on, Mitchell. Oh, it was Beargard, Lucas Beargard. Um, credit to me for remembering that. But, yeah, he, he played really well in 2019 from what I can remember. Um, and then you've got Bubba Watson in that group too, who he's 55th in the world right now, which – you hate to see, but he's in here and he's played well in this tournament before. So you never really know what's going to come out of that group. And then we've got group 11, like Spencer said, we got Rory, Cam, Lanto Griffin, and Ian Poulter. Some fun matches are going to come out of that one. And then my last group is uh, Matthew Fitzpatrick, Matthew Wolf, Corey Connors, and Jordan Spieth. So Fitzpatrick is 15th in the world right now, but he's playing some killer golf. Uh, he's he's been in the top five, top ten, got close to winning at Riviera, and just in a real good spot. It looks like ball striking wise, he's been hitting it great. Matt Wolf, you haven't heard a whole lot from lately, and he's not very. Uh, I, I would say he's fairly fresh to the to the PGA Tour match play. I don't know if he if he's ever qualified for one or if he is uh, if this is his first. And then Corey Connors actually was in contention what like last week or two weeks ago, so. He's playing really well. And then you have Jordan Spieth, who's ranked 49th in the world right now and could easily come out of this group. So uh, those are some groups for me that I I really am going to keep an eye out for. Um, 
and you just want me to give you my winners, Spencer, some, yeah, some well, DraftKings picks of the week? Real quick, I'll give you guys another fun group or fun matchup to watch is going to be Kevin Na versus Dustin Johnson. Just because they play such a different game, Dustin hits as far as he can. Kevin's a short knocker. so And this just goes to show you why golf, you can play at all skill levels, all abilities. And them going head-to-head against each other, like, there's no guarantee Dustin Johnson's going to win this tournament either, so. No, or even this Nas, matchup, got that, so. Nas got that low-key swagger about him. I mean, he's not even really low-key about it. He's he's a known Kevin Na fan. Like, he's into himself. and He wears his own I mean, logo on the back of his own jackets. Yeah, you got to respect that. But a lot of these guys, that, that really what it comes down to is I don't think there's anybody in this tournament who doesn't think they could win this. You know what I mean? I mean, some of them probably feel a little better about it than others, but all the, this is all the best players in the world right here, and they got there for a reason. So none of these guys are going to back down from a challenge, and they uh, it, that's just why I love it because there's this internal fire that really comes up with these guys that you don't see week in, week out on stroke play. You know, It's, it's kind of like you're teeing off the first hole on Wednesday, and it's got the same intensity of um, a Sunday – coming down the back nine in a major because every because every hole really matters right from the beginning the first round on wednesday matters just as much as the the last round on friday to get into that weekend so it's going to be a blast to watch yeah i'm excited for this so uh we got so we both we like i said every week or like we say every week we don't discuss these picks with each other and we both took cam smith our boy he we just can't not pick him Cousin Cam, uh, he's balling. And Aussie's going to win two straight PGA tournaments. And I think the thing about Cam Smith that actually, I mean, we love to pick him because he's got a mullet. He's great. He's fun to watch. But I think it's be- one of the reasons he's so fun to watch actually will benefit him a ton in match play. And he's got a great, great <coughs> short game and a great shot-making ability, which is what you need to win in match play. You know, when there's nothing worse than when you're playing someone and you've got like a 10-footer for birdie, and they're in the weeds chipping for three as well or birdie as well and then they chip it to like two feet and make par and you don't win the hole after you thought you were way ahead so i think cam smith's shot making is going to do him really well in a tournament this style and he's yeah, I, he is plus 3500 on the DraftKings sportsbook app plus 3400 you said 3500 35 yeah i like that a lot um, so do you have any other picks for those, just your two? Well, uh, yeah, Scott, so Scotty Scheffler plus 4,500 and Cam Smith plus 3,500. Okay, I like both of those. So I also did take Cam Smith, like Spencer said. And by the way, this is going to be released um, probably on Friday. So No, we... this, is, this, this will be on Wednesday, but we'll tweet out the picks. Oh, okay. This okay, is just, if we didn't say this earlier, this is just, we're releasing two podcasts this week. So this is just the appetizer pod for the week. We're going over the golf stuff. We're talking talking about the Dell Technologies match play, but we have a special guest for you guys that we'll record and post on Friday morning. Her name is Kelly McCandless. She's been a top 50 teacher in America um, for juniors two, two separate years already. She was part of Jordan Spieth's coaching camp when he was a kid in Texas. She's got some great information for us on kind of breaking through. She gave a a speech, uh, a presentation, if you will, to um, all, a bunch of professionals and golfers alike at the Colorado Golf Expo virtually this last week. So 
She's going to kind of give us some more information on breaking through, and she's a great teacher. I've taken a, kind of a semi-lesson with her, gotten fit at her awesome barn that she has out here in the Parker area. It's for indoor training, phenomenal facility that she's built, and she's going to give us some awesome info on breaking through in the game of golf, breaking 80, breaking 70, etc., etc. So this is just the appetizer pod for the week. We'll have another one for you guys on Friday. Perfect. Thank you for uh, doing that. We should have done that probably earlier. But so my picks for the week are Cam Smith plus 3,500, but we already got that one. Um, I also like Sergio at plus 4,500. He's he's played well here before. He's now, uh, he lives in Texas. He married a, a UT girl. Um, so he's very familiar with this golf course and he's played pretty well lately. I want to say he's had some good finishes here and there. So plus 4,500 for Sergio Garcia, sheesh, can't talk, Uh, Sergio Garcia plus 4,500, and then I'm throwing in one more, um, and I got to keep doing it just because I'm taking Lee Westwood plus 6,000, he's finished second in his last two events, he's played on the PGA Tour, he's playing really good golf, he kicked his smoking hot, uh, uh, fiance off the bag and now he's got his son tough life for everybody involved um, and his son's actually a pretty good stick in his own right but Lee's uh, Ryder Cup match play uh, aficionado he's not quite the putter that a lot of these guys are in clutch times like Poults and Fleetwood and guys like that but hopefully they just stri- give him a lot of those knee knockers don't make him <laughs> don't make exactly. him exactly yeah and that's the thing is he may not have to hit a five footer all week so you never really know but i i gotta take lee westwood plus six thousand he's just playing too good right now to pass up those kind of odds awesome love it so go to DraftKings sportsbook lock those in also so big news big announcement drum roll all right so All the stuff we've been talking about for the last year since we started DNVR Golf. So we officially have a couple of dates for you guys and a couple of things to push. So first of all, the DNVR Golf League. That will be a thing. You do, here's the disclaimer, you do have to be a DNVR Golf member to play in the league. We want to support the CGA. They're a huge supporter of us at DNVR. So when you buy that DNVR Golf membership and you get that CGA membership with it, that's how we'll score you for the league. You got to have that handicap like we talked about. So if you get the DNVR golf membership, you get the awesome free polo like always, and then you're going to get the CGA membership and have a handicap so you can officially track your scores, tell people how good or, or bad you are essentially, get use your handicap to get strokes from other people. But you definitely want to have that handicap and you definitely have to have that handicap for the DNVR golf league. This will begin in June. Um, it's going to be Tuesday nights. We have a, a couple of awesome courses lined up, Spring Valley, Fossil Trace, City Park, a bunch of cool places. We're going to have it kind of be a traveling league. Um, the cost and everything is to be determined on that, but you have to have that DNVR golf membership. So go to thednvr.com and pick up that golf membership or renew for this year because we are going to have a golf league. It's going to be a blast. Mitch and I are going to be playing uh, we're going to have RK is going to be there, a bunch of guys and bunch of guys and gals 
from DNVR going to all play in the league. We're going to have it where we go play nine holes and go to the bar afterwards, do some fun games. It's going to be multiple people, two people tournaments, four people tournaments, uh, individual ball, all that kind of stuff. So a lot of fun stuff coming up. And then we officially have a DNVR golf tournament. That is going to be Saturday, April 24th, Saturday, April 24th at 9 a.m. out at Spring Valley. So we're going to really push this. Uh, we're going to have a live show Sunday of the Masters, so tune in for that. It's going to be like a Vets Bonanza with some shitty analysis from both of us talking about what's going on in the Masters on the back nine on Sunday. Um, but then we have a tournament on the 24th of April at Spring Valley. It's going to be our, our spring tournament. We're planning on having two of these this year. Um, all the details to come we'll be posting on all the socials about it and pushing that so get ready for that you don't have to have a handicap for that one you can bring three or four of your friends who don't play a ton of golf um, but there's going to be dnvr merch there's going to be giveaways everybody's going to be there it's going to be a great time so league coming up here in june and july dnvr golf tournament coming up in a couple weeks in april we hope you guys join us for both of those things we're starting to get this off the ground we're taking off and uh, once we get up to a cruising altitude, we are not going to stop. We're going to go take this thing all the way to the moon. So we appreciate your support. Like I said, this is just the appetizer podcast for this week. So tune in on Friday for our show with Kelly McCandless. She's going to tell you guys how to break into the game of golf. She's awesome. She's been all around the world, essentially, in the game of teaching and, and just in the game of golf altogether. So uh, thank you guys for listening to this podcast. Tune in on Friday. Look for that stuff on social media for the Golf League and the tournament. We want you all to be there. We want to see all of you guys. So make sure to follow all of us at DNVR underscore golf on Twitter. Both of us at Big Drive Spence and at Big Drive Mitch on Twitter as well. We appreciate you. We'll talk to you on Friday. Peace.